Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. It is no secret that my top manifesting hack is my daily use of subliminal audios. I mean, mostly because I'm lazy and I get to manifest in my sleep. What a goddamn dream. Who wouldn't love it? Subliminal messaging has been around for years. The Guardian published an article back in 2007 stating that scientists have found that subliminal messages leave a mark on the brain. And that's why everyone from Apple to Coca-Cola have infamously used it in their advertising campaigns. Subliminal stimuli are any sensory stimuli below a person's threshold for conscious perception, i.e. you think you're just listening to a relaxing piece of music, but boom, there are hundreds, if not thousands, Thousands of powerful statements and affirmations beneath the music that you can't hear with your conscious brain. These affirmations can have distinct impacts on people's thoughts and behaviour. Choose from a range including perfect health, wealth and success, beauty and confidence, fertility, weight loss, meet your soulmate, peaceful and present parent, happy kids and so much more. Easily download onto your phone or live stream when exercising, cooking dinner, in the bath or my personal favourite as you go to sleep as part of your daily mindset practice. Go to francescaamber.com to get yours. Hello and welcome back to Law of Attraction, Change My Life. I'm Francesca, your host with the most attempts to start this podcast. You would not believe, I think this is my fourth attempt now. So this morning, I fully used morning nap time to get ahead of the game and record this ahead of Thursday so that I wasn't like stressing about it last minute. Recorded the entire damn thing. And then at the very end realised I had not plugged my microphone in. I was talking into a microphone. That bitch was not plugged in. So zero points for me. I listened back to it. You could hear me, but it was through my like laptop audio. Nah, it ain't working out. Not for the number one podcast in the UK for self-improvement. It will not do. <laughs> so then it's now nine o'clock at night. I've been trying to record this since 7.30pm. Every time I start, somebody wakes up and needs to be fed. It's a different girl each time. But here we are. It's 9pm. 
oh my God, I seriously thought that was another baby crying just then, but it's not, it's a pigeon. We're okay, we're okay. Okay, so today we are talking about new month, new goals, new me. No, not really new me, but new month, new goals. So this is something that I have been doing for the last two to three months, I guess. And it came about because at the end of each month, I kind of summarize the book in the book club that we've just done all of the takeaways that I've taken from it and that I'm going to keep and apply in my life, which is usually about 20% of the book, like things that I write down, I'm like, right, I'm taking this forward. And this is something that I use in my everyday life. And then from that, it's kind of turned into this whole monthly review type thing. Because I mean, how many of us are walking around saying, I can't believe it's nearly May. I can't believe it's nearly May. It just seemed like it was New Year's Eve just yesterday. And the year is just flashing before our eyes. And this is the problem is we all get caught up in the every day to day. I don't want to say drudgery because that's depressing, but the day to day admin of life. And especially now things are opening up and we're supposedly going back to normal. We're kind of getting busier and busier and we don't often realise that time is passing us by day by day, week by week, month by month. And before you know it, another year will be over. Those goals will remain unachieved and you'll be in the same position you were before, if not worse, not to be depressing, sorry. And a way to really get around that is to regularly check your progress on your bigger goals and your long-term direction, your long-term trajectory. Now, I like doing once a month because as much as I do like to plan out each day, recently I'm all about the organisation and the planning. I don't know if it's because I'm a twin mum and I have to do this shit now, like everything has to be military organised. But I feel like once a week... I don't have time to fucking go through my goals once a week. A week is only seven days. That can pass in the blink of an eye. A year is too infrequent because you've missed a whole fucking year. You're not doing it frequently enough for it to become a habit. But monthly, it's the cycle of the moon. It's the cycle of your period. I'm all about the monthly reviews and updates. So I am definitely guilty of busying myself with things that don't necessarily matter, but I just feel like I want to get them ticked off the list and get them out of my way. But the book, The Power of Focus by Jack Canfield teaches us about positive procrastination and how to do what really, really matters. So yes, it might be satisfying to tick off six things off your list that are relatively easy to do, but aren't going to really have any massive impact in your life. But it's a lot harder to sit down and be like that one little elephant in the room, that one thing that I keep putting off, that one thing that I know will change my life. I need to sit down and spend time on that for the sake of all others. Like, sorry, not for the sake, but like at the sake of all, like forget everything else basically and do that one thing. So taking stock once a month is the perfect time to set one month goals that are just going to take you a couple of weeks to achieve. You can also start taking bigger goals, long term goals and breaking them down into steps and discovering what are the next three steps I can take this month? What is the next thing I can do? You can review your habits, discover what you want to do more of, what you want to do less of and just get an overall picture of your life in that month. Now, in the book, The Miracle Morning, we are encouraged to do the wheel of life before we start the Miracle Morning 30 day challenge. But actually, I think doing a wheel of life every month is a great, 
great way to start. So if you haven't seen a wheel of life before, just Google it or you can go on to Pinterest. They have loads of examples on there. And it's a wheel consisting of all different areas of your life. And the idea is that we want to be living our level 10 lives in every area. I mean, that's a fucking ask, but we're going to fucking try. And it's a great way to see where you're doing well in life and where you're not. Are you balanced or are you not? Now, I have never been so imbalanced in my goddamn life. In terms of finance, career, um, creativity, job, work, whatever you want to call it, I'm, I'm, I'm reaching. I am reaching high, touching that sky because I've never been so happy. Like this is my dream job to be a podcaster and to be teaching people the law of attraction. This is my almost pretty much my level 10. I mean, I do hate just working from home and being by myself. That's probably the only part that I don't like, but it works perfectly around the children for now. But you look at other areas like um, social, romance, um, soulmate, all that kind of stuff. I mean, I have six month old twins that breastfeed on the hour every hour. I am not going on any dates. I am the only adult in my household. I don't get to see my friends nearly as much as I would like to. I mean, at the moment, we're allowed to meet in gardens. That's about it. And I've seen them a couple of times. It's been fantastic. But that area of my life is massively, massively lacking. And it's only when you see a wheel of life and you have to judge yourself on a scale of zero to 10 that you suddenly realize like, wow, my romance is literally a fucking zero. I mean, I put it as a two because I'm actually quite happy being single at the moment. I'm quite content. I'm so busy with the babies and stuff that I can't put a zero because I'm not like devastated about it, but there's definitely areas that are fucking low. So you have like your home environment, work and career, finances, personal development, spirituality, um, social health, all these different areas. And you want to score yourself out of 10. Now, I think this would be so interesting to do this every month for a year. And when you see the areas that you're particularly low in, you now know which areas you need to work on this month. Um, it might be a little bit more complex than that. Say, for example, my lowest area would definitely be romance. But I know that I'm not in a position to want to meet someone right now. It's just impossible. I, my body is not my own even, so it's just not going to happen. But what I can do is start to take the steps towards being ready and being in the best possible relationship shape I can be for when that does happen. And so things like um, a friend of mine recommended a book called Detached, which I think also uh, detached or attached. Oh, that may be a Freudian slip. I think it's called Attached. <laughs> But for me, it's detached. I'm very detached. Um, it's called Attached. Um, and Paul Brunson recommended that book as well. And I think it is an absolute must have before I get into any future relationship. So there are still steps you can take towards a bigger goal. For me, meeting a soulmate is a huge goal in my life, but it's not something I'm willing to rush. But is there something I can do this month to prepare me for it? Definitely. So the next part will be what are your goals for the next month? What do you want to achieve? So I always look at my mantra, which is something that I say to myself every morning. It's a little list of affirmations that I keep in my bathroom. And when I'm brushing my teeth in the morning, when I'm brushing my teeth at night, I read them out loud to myself. Well, not out loud because I'm brushing my teeth, but you know what I mean? I read them in my head. Um, 
And I always have to bear these in mind because these are my ultimate goals. This is where my trajectory is going. So my number one goal is to have the number one podcast in the UK, not just for self-improvement overall. Yes, I'm aiming high. Paul Bronson told me to aim high and therefore I am. I want to be able to reach as many people as possible with my message. I want to be able to help as many people as possible. I want this to be my long-term career. So I have to make sure that in May, I do something that will add on top of the habit that I've already formed of, you know, I regularly podcast now. That's the hardest thing for most people is just the regularity of doing something over and over and over again. But I have to build on that. So my goal this month is to get a particular guest, which I'm very excited about, um, and just to up level. Now, my second goal is that, and it's very specific to the month. So in this month's Patreon book club, we are doing a book called Rich As Fuck. It sounds like I've written it, but it's not. Um, It's by Amanda Francis and it is all about money. As you can imagine, it's the energy of money, the flow of money. It is a very money-based book. This is not spiritual. This is money, money, money. And I think it's super interesting because it's going to be something really tangible that people will have definite results from. And I have committed to doubling my income in May. Now, the reason I want to do this is because I want to prove to myself and I want to prove to others that this works. Doing this book is also um, a continuation of my own education and my own personal development and the development of the book club. So that is something that's very important to me is to not just do the book, but to do it fully, embrace it and to double my income. Uh, Number three is, as I mentioned earlier, I'm going to do one thing that will move me closer to the goal of eventually meeting my soulmate. Now, I just want to add something in here. You know, I did that episode recently with Paul Brunson. I love him. He's great. But I have a slight issue with that episode. So if you listen to it, you will know that we sort of went back and I have a lot of issues with toxic relationships and feeling like all relationships are toxic because my mum chose two toxic men in her life. Now, Paul wants me to go back and to write a letter to my mum to let her know how I feel and how that shaped my life and how that's holding me back in my own relationships. And at the end of the episode, I almost felt like I wasn't going to air it because I just felt like it was a little bit unfair on my mum. And then I listened to, um, I didn't listen, I watched Loose Women with Stacey Solomon and it was when Sarah Everard was murdered and there was a lot of talk in the media about how men regularly are committing these crimes against women, how women have to modify their behaviour because of um, the acts of men and why should we have to do that? Surely they should be modifying their behaviour. And there was a lot of talk about how mothers should be teaching their sons to, you know, don't intimidate girls, cross the road, don't walk behind them, etc, etc. And Stacey Solomon said something really interesting. She was like, I don't like this. Because once again, this feels like men are doing something bad. But guess who we're blaming? We're still blaming women. We're still blaming the mothers and saying, well, my son wouldn't do that. It must be his mother. How about the men just take fucking accountability for their goddamn selves? And so since recording that podcast, I've decided I'm not going to write a letter to my mum. Yes, she has toxic relationships in her lives and in her life, and she's chosen that. But should I not be more mad 
at the people that she was in the relationships with? We'll be back after a quick break. Hi, this is Ross, the host of Smells Like Humans. Each week we talk about the curious things that people do. Fans say it's like hanging out with your funny friends. If you like lighthearted conversation, personal stories, and a hint of psychology, chances are we are discussing something relevant to you. Like relationships, dreams, phobias, weddings, work, cults, a hundred topics and counting. Sometimes silly, sometimes serious, but always fun. Please join us, because no matter who you are, we all smell like humans. Please click the link in the show notes. I wish I'd thought of this while I was on the episode with Paul because now I'm like, it's so obvious. Like, would I not write a letter to my dad saying your energy was quite a toxic energy in my life as a child? The way that you interacted with my family has made me not want to be in a relationship. Why should I put that shit on my mum? She's only doing the best she can with the limited self-esteem, the limited knowledge that she's had that obviously makes her stay in these relationships. Why should I... Why should I be writing a letter to her? Do you know what I mean? Surely I should be writing one to my goddamn dad or her new partner. I say new partner. She's been with him for about 20 years. Do you know what I mean? So I've had a real chance to think about that. And the next step I'm going to take is I am going to write letters. I don't know if I'm going to send those bitches, but I am definitely going to write them. And like I say, I'm going to read the book detached as well. I will link it down below because a lot of people recommend that book. Anyway, Then we move on to slightly smaller things and I'm going to continue the habits that I've started developing in April. So something that I have realised since doing this book club as well is that the biggest changes in our lives come from simply really small incremental changes that we choose to make over and over and over again. It's not about doing one crazy big thing once, it's about doing something small repeatedly. And so during April, my goals with my habits and the book Atomic Habits was to reduce my screen time and to reduce just my general procrastination. And my second one was to be healthier. And so the important thing here is to not overload yourself. Don't say, right, I'm going to join a gym and I'm going to go five times a week or I'm going to fucking cut out every bit of that. It ain't going to happen, love. You're going to do it for about a week and then you're going to be like, nah, fuck this shit. So I have made really small changes. Number one, I don't put cordial in my water anymore. I just drink plain water. It took two days to maybe get used to that. And now it just seems really normal. And actually, I had cordial the other day by accident. I just drank a bit of Bose and it tasted like chemicals. And so I want to get her off of it now as well. Um, The other thing I did is that I now put quinoa into my porridge in the morning. Super simple. It just boil it up. It takes 15 minutes, put it into the porridge. It is the best source of fiber. It's a superfood. So easy to do. And the third thing I did was actually, it's really interesting. So in the book, Atomic Habits, there's so many takeaways. I could write a whole fucking book about it. In fact, I'm going to do a podcast episode all about how the Atomic Habits book has changed my life. Um, But one of the things they talk about is making one decision that may take a little bit of time or a little bit of money. But once you've made it, it will have such an ongoing effect in your life. So they had a list of things that it could be. And one of them was to buy supportive shoes. And I felt like it was fucking talking to me. So I 
and one of these people. I wear Havianas in the summer and I wear Converse in the winter. And both of those fuckers are flat as hell. My arches are screaming out for support. And I don't know why. Maybe I'm just older or if because I'm breastfeeding, I don't know. But since I've had the twins, I'm achy as fuck. I feel 56, not 36. My pelvis feels like it's falling apart. My legs ache, my joints ache, everything hurts, my back hurts. And where do you start with back pain? It's your feet. It's how you're standing. It's your posture. And so the other day I went into town, first day out shopping, got in Primark without a queue, what a time to be alive. And I went and bought a pair of Birkenstocks. Um, They are the best thing that you can buy for your feet, like on the high street. It is the best thing, like, honestly, I can't tell you what a change it's made to my posture and to my feet and how I feel already. In fact, now when I put like my old flip flops on, I'm like, oh no, it's like my feet need a bra. I don't know. I can't explain it. But see something like that, you make that one time decision. And actually that's having a compound effect of me wearing that every single day. Um, it's it's just improving my posture, improving my back, improving my goddamn life. Um, another really small change I made is that I've gone back to turning my Wi-Fi off at night. Um, when the babies were first born, I kept it on because I'd have to keep waking up in the night to feed. I mean, I still do now, but I don't actually stay awake. And so I used to keep it on so that I could just scroll on my phone and just keep myself awake. But do you know what? They're six months old now. We don't need that. And so that's eight hours a day that we are not exposed to Wi-Fi. And that's 56 hours a week. It's also 224 hours a month, which is a grand total of 2,688 hours a year. Now, that is just a perfect example of a compound effect of something that you just make a habit. Turning the Wi-Fi off at night, how is that going to make a difference to my life? Oh, also, I want to buy myself a grounding sheet, but that's for another day. That small action will mean that me and my children are not exposed to Wi-Fi for, what did I just say? 2,688 hours a year. Anyway, those are my little habits that I've changed in the month of April. And I'm just adding a few tiny little things on. I'm taking tiny baby steps to make sure that I stay consistent, to make sure that I stay on that upward trajectory, but I don't fall off the wagon. Now, you can also add in a couple of little things that you may think are a little bit weird to add on to your like monthly goal list or whatever. But it can be little things that you've just put off. For example, in my bathroom, ever since I moved in, This house, fucking hell, an old lady lived here before and she had a leopard print toilet seat. Now, anyone that knows me knows I love leopard print, but this is not a good leopard print toilet seat. It's fucking crazy. It wobbles all over the show. It's terrible. I need to get rid of it. Now, I bought a new toilet seat about two months ago and it has sat in my bathroom for two months. I have not put it on there. Every day I look at it and I know I should do it, but I don't. I keep thinking my cleaner's going to do it for me, but she doesn't. And so that's a little thing that I'm going to put in my May uh, goals and things that I want to do to attach that fucking toilet seat because God knows it needs doing. So these aren't all about massive life-changing goals. It can be small things as well, just to hold yourself accountable. I've got little things on there like signing bow up to swimming lessons again. Little things. 
You can also set yourself savings goals or career goals, uh, things you want to do in your home. So home and DIY. If you've got long term goals, what are the next three things you can do or what is the next step you can take that might take the next month? Um, Throw some short term goals in there, a business goal, um, maybe social things you want to do. Maybe you've always wanted to go to a particular restaurant. Actually book it, even if they haven't got space for three weeks. It doesn't matter. You can just go in the next month. And that brings us to the final part, which is reflection and review. Now, this is a part of Atomic Habits, which is a book we've just done, which I found really, really sort of important to do, which a lot of us don't. We tend to only do it at the end of the year or maybe when it's our birthday. We look back over the past year and we tend to look and see what's worked for us. What hasn't? Have we wasted time? Has this year been a waste? Have we got better or have we got worse? Has our health got better or has it got worse? Has our business got better or has it got worse? Now, if you get into the habit of regularly, once a month, checking in on your finances, checking in on your business, checking in on your relationships, checking in on your friendships, checking in on every aspect of your life, rating it, discovering what worked, what didn't, how you can do better. You're on a one-way ticket to fucking success. And I'm telling you, it works. So anyway, new goals, new you. Set yourself a little ritual to do this on the last day of every month. And I swear to God, it will become a part of your routine. I'm only two or three months into this and I absolutely love doing it. The end of the month is just so obvious to me now because the book is such a big part of my life. It's something I'm doing every day and it winds up at the end of the month and we're choosing you. And it's just a real turning point for me, the end of the month, the beginning of the month. Um, And I'm here for it. I'm here for it and I'm enjoying it. As always, please do share your version of this and anything that you might like to add to it. I absolutely love seeing your interpretations of what I'm talking about. So add me on your stories. I'm at Law of Attraction Change My Life or at Francesca Amber or tag me in both and I'll reshare as many as I can. Um, I love to see your interpretations of this and how you're doing it. I get such good ideas from you guys Um, and I think it really inspires other people as well to see how other people are doing it. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. I will see you next week for a new episode. Um, I will leave all my links down below. And I don't really have anything else to tell you. What can I tell you? Mm, If you want to buy a manifesting candle, I am trying to double my income (laughs) in May to prove to myself that I can. Um, So if you want more confirmation that the law of attraction works you can buy a manifesting candle we have a range of six different scents they are made by my sister they're hand poured here in the uk um they're soy they're vegan they're eco-friendly you're gonna love them um and i've had some wild stories i actually if you look at my highlights reel i think it might be on at francesca amber i don't think it's on my law of attraction one i try and keep all of the crazy stories people send me but there was one lady that literally bought a baby candle and then she took a picture of her pregnancy test next to it she's like I literally lit this last night I woke up this morning took a pregnancy test and I'm pregnant she'd been trying for like two years or something and then my friend um bought one for her friend and she burnt it she got the house and then the candle ran out the house fell through so she bought another one and it felt, it's something wild like that like people are fucking swearing by them i think it's the reason why shrines work as well isn't it and a flame is so like important because 
it's concentrating your energy and your gratitude on something, on something physical that you can see and you can smell it, you can see it, you can feel it. Um, So a shrine, a candle, whatever works for you, you do your best. I shall see you next week. The law of attraction has changed my life. It's going to change yours too, bitch. I'll see you then. Bye. What up, bitches? It's no secret that reading has changed my goddamn life. I think it's incredible that people put their entire life's work, their teachings into a book that often costs less than £10. It's incredible to me. And I am so thankful to all of the authors that have helped me on my self-development journey. And, you know, I have the UK's biggest self-development book club. There's over 3,000 of us reading along each month. But maybe you're thinking, Fran, I ain't got time to read. Who do you think I am? Barbara Cartland? No, you are busy. You are girl bossing it. You are living your goddamn life. And I get that. I see that. I hear it and I value it. And that's where Audible can come in. If you find yourself only with the time to be able to listen to something, but to not sit and physically hold a book, maybe you have a physical job like um, cleaning or whatever, where you are using your hands, or maybe you're a crafter. And you want to be able to just listen to something and to learn on the go. Or maybe you're driving a lot and you're able to listen to a book, but you know, it's illegal to read a book and drive, bitches. Don't try it. Then Audible may be for you. I have a 30-day free trial that you can have a little go at and see if it's for you. You can download millions of books to your phone or to your laptop or whatever you fucking want and listen to it wherever you are. Um, So check it out. Um, I'll leave the link down below. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.